0: This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Engaging and informative. Power Breakfast with TT on Power 98.7. The Minister of Home Affairs has responded to reports uh, suggesting that the department is chasing tourists out of the country, saying that the leak directive has been misunderstood and those with an extension application receipt will not be declared undesirable. This relates uh, to um, a leak directive uh, that uh, some have suggested uh, has the effect of chasing tourists out of the country. Now, tourists who want to extend their stay in South africa beyond 90 days are still require or they still have time to apply for a visa extension uh, the home affairs minister says that those with a receipt will not be declared undesirable since they will be able to stay until they receive a decision let's find out more here from uh, Dr. Aaron dr the minister of home affairs good morning to you minister and thank you very much for joining us
1: Good morning, Teresa. Good morning
0: to the listeners. Okay, I suppose it's important to get a bit of background on this one here because my understanding is that uh, this uh, di- this um, leaked uh, directive was actually one that was put out in December, um, if I'm correct, and I speak under correction here. Um, what, where has the misunderstanding occurred, Minister, and what is the nature of this misunderstanding?
1: Well, the, the first misanattended interview So, is that uh, it was not necessary to issue such a directive. Mm. My officials just panicked because of the, the BMA. Because the BMA is the new kit on the block. They just, and, and they are the ones now, remember in the past it was immigration officers that were controlling movements in and out of the country at the borders. Now we've got BMA, which is a new kit on the block. They were trying to guide it to explain to it because what is new is that when, when, when you apply for a visa, mm. you get a receipt. Mm. And that receipt serves as your insurance until such time that you get a response. Mm. A response that is, is positive or negative. That means it says yes or no. Before that response comes, that receipt serves as your, 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 your insurance. So they were just trying to teach the BMA officials at the borders about this, because they are new. I personally believe it was not necessary. Mm. They should have called into a meeting so that it's not a, a singular that is read by everybody and also uh, confuses them. The second thing that was confusing, Taviso, uh, is that normally in the Immigration Act, I think it's Section 11, Section 11 of the Immigration Act. When you are a tourist, you have got 90 days in the country. Mm-hmm. If you want to extend your 90 days, you can extend it to 180. After that, the law doesn't provide for any extension more than that. And that is standard. And uh, when we give you a visa, it's written, the dates are written there. Now, in this case, they also wrote that on the secular. That remember those who have completed their one eighty days, they have to leave. They've been living over the years. They've been doing so. Nobody needed to remind them this time. So when they get reminded, it sets an alarm which is not supposed to be there. But normally, when you have got a visa in any country, I'm sure you also know, uh, uh. Tavi, so when you go to a place like your state, when your time has expired, they actually phone you because they know where you stay. We we simply don't have such facilities. They phone you and say, look. You have been a visitor in our country, or you have been studying, it's your time to go back home, your time is expired. So, that is told to individuals. In this case, they issued it in a form of a secular, which was never done before, and it looks like it's something completely new mm. when it has been happening for ages.
0: Mm. Now, so uh, it, nothing has changed in terms of uh, um, the law. Um, if I'm understanding you correctly, that this directive was uh, merely, maybe for lack of a better way of putting it, a bit of overzealousness, maybe on the part of uh, border management authorities, but there's nothing that has been changed fundamentally when it comes to uh, visa application. and uh, No, no, not
1: Mm. at all. Not Mm. at all. Nothing has changed. It was not the overzealousness of the BMA, it was overzealousness of the officials
0: Oh, not, I beg your pardon. Yes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: yes. Officials write into the BMA and say, guys, look, this is what's going to happen, you know, and and this must happen. The reason being that they, they, they were scared that with a, a few visa backlogs, if they have not responded on time, somebody will be caught at the borders and declared undesirable when it's not their fault, when they've uh, uh, actually uh, uh, applied. This is because The the system that declares people uh, undesirable is automatic. It's the movement control system at the borders. Your visa is written the date at which you must depart. If you depart after that date, the system will automatically declare you undesirable. And undesirable simply means you are no longer wanted in South Africa for the next five years. Mm. And the Act goes on to say, in that case, you have got to apply to the minister, to set aside your undesirability status by giving reasons like submitting a medical report that you were in hospital, maybe undergoing surgery. You were a a woman who was pregnant, you got complications. You were on your way to the airport when something broke or the road was blocked or something Mm. like that. These are the reasons that people give. And then we set aside the undesirability. Some, which is a big problem, they, they just... I would say, look, I'm confessing, I just forgot that I'm sorry. It becomes a problem because then anybody can just say, I forgot, I forgot, I forgot. Mm. But those who have got good reasons, we set it aside. Now, what the officials were doing, they said they were trying to avoid that eventuality where people have to, 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 to resort to the minister by just telling the, border, the people at the border, that look, anybody who has got the receipt, please allow them through. But those who have completed their 180 days, uh, they have to leave the country. Now that that one was extremely unnecessary because people who have exhausted their time in any country, anywhere in the world, mm. they know that they, have they to should leave. know. Yeah, mm. they should know exactly. They should know.
0: Mm. Mm. Okay um the I'm, I'm just wondering whether this why it was necessary why it only occurred why the department is only now responding to this leak memo at this point was there something that uh, you know at least uh, urged you to um to respond right n- at this at the time that you did because uh, there yeah, has yeah because
1: mm. this this directive to, to border management authority is, is addressed to them directly mm. Yes, and the reason that I responded is because it, it, it spilled out into the public. The mm. Tourism Council was not understanding it and uh, started uh, throwing mud and mm. all that. The Minister of Tourism was also panicking uh, because she also didn't understand. And I have to sit down with her to make her explain. And she understood very well. I did not respond immediately because I thought I didn't want to set an unnecessary alarm because it was direct. it was addressed directly. to to Border Management Authority, not to anyone else.
0: Mm. Okay. Minister, while we have you on the line, uh, we just spoke to the um, spokesperson for the Special Investigative Unit, uh, that's uh, Kaiser Kanyaro. Uh, he was uh, talking to us about the proclamation now that has uh, been authorized for an investigation into the uh, uh, the your department, Department of Home Affairs, relating to the issuing of, uh, amongst other things, permanent residence, citizenship, uh, businesses, uh, work, and study visas as well. Um, your, from your side of things, is this a, a matter that has been looked into uh, internally by the department?
1: Yes, Tabi So we are actually I'm very excited because at long last we are the ones who who asked the president to proclaim for the SIU and I need to give you the history of this whole thing. Mm. The the so called a Prophet Bushiri, Pastor Bushiri, mm. obtained his permanent residence in the country irregularly mm. or fraudulently, mm. if you have to put it that way. But it was not a, a, a permanent residence. That was regular in terms of the law. Mm. Now, the, 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 he took that permanent residence, went to defraud his own congregation for 102 million rand. Mm. The Hawks then arrested him. And when they started doubting his permanent residence document, they sent it to us and said, This document is for our department, and we think there's something wrong with it. Indeed, we did find that there's a lot of wrong with it. Mm. we investigated further we charged people we sent we, we actually expelled them and we handed them over to the hobs who are still waiting for the hobs mm. to see if they are criminality but we've dismissed them from the department mm. we then had that this is not the only incident for instance the, the 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 other reverend who is on trial allegedly for rape in I'm in so you know him yes yes omotos uh, yes. mm. we also yeah we also had that these documents so, were uh, irregularly obtained so my question immediately was who else who, which other priest because it looks like all these priests seems to be here illegal mm. even if it was only twice, i said which who else while i was still mulling at that problem something extraordinary happened to me. Mm. that's where they give visas permits and all that they wrote a petition complaining about the head of the counter-corruption unit. Remember, Home Affairs, because of its nature, is the only department that has got a counter-corruption unit at the level of DDG. Other department has got the director for risk management, chief direct. We have got a, a, a whole DDG or a whole branch dealing with counter-corruption, and it was doing a lot of work. Now, they write a, a, a petition to me and say this head of counter-corruption must stop investigating their errors. These are people who de- de- determine who must come into South Africa. Mm. The visas you asked me about, why there was a secular about visas and all of the backlog, yes. they are the ones who do that work. And they are saying, look, we are committing errors and nobody must investigate them. I'm sure you're aware that that is alarming.
0: Yes. You know?
1: mm. It alarmed me and I said, what is this? And 14 such officials actually signed their names. On the petition, I said, but this is extraordinary. Is this, are these errors or something else? I then put up by the former director general in the presidency, Keshia Lubisi, and then he was joined by the people who used to work for the Scorpions. In addition, the, law, the people, the investigators who were investigating for the Rondo Commission, the State Capture Commission, have just finished their work, and then we brought them in. They all started investigations and the things they discovered there were very disturbing and they made several recommendations. Number one, that we need to put up a multidisciplinary team of experts uh, who are, are, are forensic investigators, data analysts, you know, senior counsels, right. and all that. Yes, who must go deep into each and every case because it means there's going to be deportation of people, there's going to be arrests, there's going to be retrieval of government and of affairs permitting documents which people mm. obtained irregularly. Mm. That yeah. yeah. investigated. Then there are issues that are so serious that we send to the Hawks, and mm. those which are also so serious we send to SIU. And we are very happy that SIU has the first to respond. Okay. And we are yeah. looking forward to exactly what is that which they will unveil.
0: Yeah. I hope that they will. the investigations will go right to the top as well because there have been allegations in the past of uh, interference from the highest level uh, in the issuing of uh, permanent, uh, what do you call the permanent residencies and so on.
1: Uh, Absolutely. We yeah. want them to go right up to the top, up to the bottom, everything. Okay. And, and remember when I asked, uh, Dr. Louisi to investigate, I said from the, the year the Immigration and, Act came yeah. into operation, which is 2004. So, so. Unfortunately, they found that from 2004 to 2014, things were, st- were still done manually. So they started in 2014. Now the SIU must go right up to 2004 and look at all the manual documents because the revision report could not do that since it was manual it was going to take them a long time
0: it's a mammoth task no doubt about it dr Mazwalid, thank you for your time thank you very much that's the minister of home affairs you've been listening to a power 98.7 podcast for more podcasts visit
1: power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts